Hello, and welcome back for this bonus episode of I Wasn't Always Like This, an uplifting podcast about living with depression. The other day, as I was talking to myself, I said out loud, well, Rachel, you know, you're a both and kind of human. What did I mean? Keep listening and you'll find out. Don't give up. Don't give in. It's just the journey. The darkness grows the seed. Bonus episode. All inclusive. Yes, indeed. I am a both and kind of human. Let me explain. Father Richard Rohr, a delightful Franciscan brother, teaches about this idea of both and. That instead of thinking in dualities, comparisons, this or that, yes or no, true or false, short or tall, you get it. We can get to a place where we can let all of that go. We can learn to retrain our minds to step out of that labeling, judging place and find a way to walk this world, living in a place that is both and. Not seeing a situation as simply, that's good or that's bad, I'm right or you're wrong. Both and allows for an expanded view of things. Kind of like the field in Rumi's poem. He wrote, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there's a field, I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. That field is a place of both and. That is not an easy place to live. In fact, Father Richard explains that this kind of thinking and living takes work. Along with the both and idea, Father Richard also talks and writes about thresholds. He has a book of daily meditations called On the Threshold of Transformation. David White, the magnificent poet, also writes about this idea. He published an audiobook of reflections titled Thresholds. Spiritual leaders, poets, writers of all genres have touched on this idea. Both and. The Threshold. The place of not this anymore, yet not quite that. Here's the tricky part, because you knew there had to be one. This moment of threshold, this sense of both and, doesn't just happen one time and you're done. It is a daily, often moment to moment practice. And with me, there are many moments of slippage in between those moments of, ah, uh, yes, I remember. The thing is, I have recently noticed through conversations with others and during self-reflection time that I have become more of a both-and kind of human in a few aspects of my life. For example, pain and strength, and instead of or. My body experiences intense pain from my head to my toes and everywhere in between. Some days it's more quiet. 
Other days, it screams at me. However, that doesn't change the fact that I have things that need to get done, especially right now as I am packing to move. So if all of the boxes have to move from one side of the room to the other, I'm the only one here. The boxes get moved. Laundry needs to get done, whether or not my body likes the basement stairs. I need to walk and move and stretch because that is what keeps me strong. Pain and strength. I learned this from watching my sister Anita. It is essential that I discover the ways that I am strong so that when the pain starts having a tantrum, I can say, hey, pain, listen, I know. Life is hard for you. And the laundry needs to get done. Boxes need to get packed. A walk needs to happen. You're just going to have to come along with me. Try not to get in my way too much, okay? It listens. Sometimes. Other times, it's a negotiation. Just like everything in life can be. If I overdo on the strength end of things, that might mean taking more breaks. Or taking a nap. With a time limit on it. Because pain knows me well. It knows that if I give it an inch... It will take a marathon. Another very timely example of this both and concept would be grief and relief. And instead of or. I miss Maddie every single day. Several moments throughout each day. Her absence from this world is palpable. It hits me in my gut when I least expect it, and the tears flow easily. And I am also able to travel, sleep in, and find a new place to live with a bit more ease. Also, I know that she is free from her struggles. So there is grief and a sense of relief. Every so often, I will feel grief creeping up behind my right shoulder. It will try to distract or derail me, not maliciously. It just wants me to remember that it's there. When it makes itself known, I take a deep breath and calmly remind it, there's no need to pester me right now. Go take a breather. I have things that need to get done. We'll talk after the move. It quietly reminds me I'll be waiting for you at the new place. And then it slowly backs away, allowing some strength to return so that I can return to work. Another bonus of the relief aspect is that I hear Maddie talking to me more often than the grief talks to me, actually. She's also been visiting me in my dreams, showing me that it's okay to be without her. She does this in some Interesting and not at all subtle ways. Always gently, though. Always with her smile. She lets me know that it's okay to feel sad, and she wants me to know that it's all right with her to be grateful as well. Grateful for the time we shared and for what is to come. She helped guide me to my new home, so along with grief... I know that she will be coming with me over there as well. The big both and is the one I wrote quite a bit about in my book. That would be depression and gratitude. 
and instead of or. I hear it frequently, but you don't look depressed. You don't seem depressed. Are you over it now? <laughs> living with depression, operative words being living with, doesn't look the same for everyone. For some, it can be immobilizing. For others, it can be managed with meds or treatment. For others, it can be masked by using healthy or unhealthy distractions or addictions. Every person's experience with it is their own. For me, it's living every day, getting up out of bed sometimes later than I'd prefer, putting on some pants, hydrating, and doing my best all while living with the worst roommate ever. The key to doing that? Gratitude. Finding my way to be grateful in every moment, in the sweet moments and in the grueling moments, when things are easy and when they are a struggle, when life is beautiful and when it is ugly. See and, not or. I'm signed up for the all-inclusive package of life. The strategy I've acquired and I'm always still learning is to be in the moment I am in and honor that moment. So for example, let's say I wake up and the tsunami of sadness is crashing over me. I spend the morning crying, even while I'm on my daily walk, and my body hurts from the power of the depression. And then I remember I have lunch plans with someone I truly love being with. I go ahead to the lunch with my friend and I can smile, laugh, and truly enjoy myself because in that moment, that is what is true for me. The depression is still there. It's just quieter. If you've listened to the whole podcast, you know I'm talking about the hum, that underlying specter of darkness that is never completely gone. Both and, not faking, not pretending, simply allowing and enjoying the moment I am in. Allowing it to be the moment that it is, even when the hum is humming underneath. Some of the more practical both and scenarios in my life right now also include the ones around moving, the transfer of utilities, they're still on here, and I am setting them up over there. The process of moving itself, packing. What do I need now? What can I pack now? Separating the small, fragile treasures that will go over to the new place with me while staging furniture and boxes for the movers to bring over on moving day. Getting a new driver's license, forwarding the mail, changing all of those convenient autofills online, and the ever important, I will need this stuff right away box. The one that has everything that can't be packed because I just might need it immediately. Still here, not yet there, both and all inclusive in the threshold. Alex Harrow wrote, thresholds are dangerous places, neither here nor there. And walking across one is like stepping off the edge of a cliff in the naive faith that you'll sprout wings halfway down. You can't hesitate or doubt. You can't fear the in-between. Sounds familiar, right? 
It sounds a bit like goo time. I've talked more about that in past episodes and wrote about it in the book. In a nutshell, it's the time after the caterpillar and not quite yet the butterfly or moth, goo time, a place of quiet waiting and transformation without judgment. When we, (laughs) when I, am in a threshold, it's essential that I remind myself to be patient, to not judge myself or the moment too harshly. Just let myself be in the threshold, in the in-between, in the goo time. Trust, lean in, embrace the all-inclusive experience of both and. I will close with one more quote from William Blake, a man whose writing inspired Jim Morrison and the guys as they, they created their band name, The Doors. It resonates with me with this message of both and, of the image of a threshold. He wrote, in the universe, there are things that are known and things that are unknown. And in between them, there are doors. As we, (laughs) as I, embrace and live the all-inclusive package of life, let's pick up our both and experiences and feelings and carry them right through whatever the next door is that presents itself. I'll be doing that in just a couple of weeks as I move into Mystica Sola Grotta, my new home. Walking through the threshold from what was into what is, staying open to all of what is to be. possibility for me. Open at the top, hallelujah, open at the top, watching life unfolding effortlessly. There are no limits on my good, it's flowing right up to my door. Life's not here for me to judge, just to know that there'll be more. Open at the top, I'm staying open at the top. There's all kinds of possibility for me. Open at the top, hallelujah, open at the top. Watching life unfolding effortlessly. No dogma keeps me from my goal. Life waits for me to come explore. All shoulds and could can hit the road. It's time to soar. Open at the top. I'm staying open at the top. There's all kinds of possibilities for me. Open at the top. Hallelujah. Open at the top. Watching life unfolding effortlessly. Open at the top, I'm staying open at the top. 
Thank you so much for listening to I Wasn't Always Like This, an uplifting podcast about living with depression. I invite you to investigate some of the writers I mentioned in this episode, David White, Rumi, Father Richard Rohr. If you're looking for inspiration or guidance or even a smile, check them out. Father Richard's videos on YouTube will have you giggling for sure. Also, as always, I invite you to investigate the website. It is there that you'll find all of the episodes of this podcast, info on the book, updates, opportunities, and other cool stuff, as well as that all-important contact tab. The website is www.revrachelhollander.com. That's Rev, R-E-V as in Valerie, rachelhollander.com. Explore, share, check in. It's there for you and for anyone you know that might need or want it. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. Please take good care of yourselves and one another. Talk soon.